Sports Beat on the Bay. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to Sports Beat for April 22nd with Dan Caswell and Grant's here as well. How are you doing, Grant? I'm doing fine. It's a beautiful Friday morning, a weekend just around the corner. You know what? Sunny Fridays are better Fridays. Yes, absolutely. That's really good. So we don't have Percy today. Oh. Uh, well, no, it's all good. I okay, think I think right. the hot tub's full, and I think he just can't get out. He's probably like a raisin in there right now. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. You know? Well, that's a good place. It's a nice. Uh, it's a nice image. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no complaints. Uh, like I said, I'm uh, happy that it's the weekend. Uh, you know, it's uh, things are drying up nicely in in our area. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, it's a beautiful day. Sad news about uh, Mr. Guy Lafleur. Yeah. But, uh, well, why don't we start yeah. with that? You know, yeah. Guy Lafleur uh, has died at age seventy. Um, just, you know, one of the biggest names in Montreal hockey history. Absolutely. Uh, he, he certainly carried himself, uh, like all the greats that have come out of Montreal. He was well known, well respected and a superstar hall of famer himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly looked up some stats. Here's uh, something for you. 379 points in junior in 118 games. Holy smokes! Yeah, uh, so that's uh, that's crazy. And of that uh, three seventy nine, two uh, two hundred thirty three were goals. And then he, you know, he had a, a great career. Uh, everyone remembers him as a Hab, but he also played for the Rangers and that's the correct. Nordique. That's right. Uh, and he, you know, tallied up one thousand three hundred fifty three points. Another all that. time. So he's twenty uh, ninth on the all time scoring list. Uh, like I said before, Hall of Famer. You know. We were talking off air how it's it's really interesting how you know his career, even though there's a difference in age, there's his career and Mike Bossy's career, both uh, born in Quebec, mm-hmm. both were uh, pro- prolific, skilled players, to and and were compared uh, at, you know to one another all through their careers, you know, die in the same essentially in the same week. Yeah. So it's just uh, it's sad to see both those legends go. Uh, but, uh, you know, it will be their uh, memories will always uh, live on. So it's uh, fantastic. They had some um, some, you know, uh, photos and footage going by on a yeah. television screen here. Yeah. And I looked up at one point and I just started laughing because it was a picture of Gila Fleur with Wayne Gretzky. who was really young. And Gretzky had obviously just gotten his hair permed or something. It was just like, <laughs> I just like, oh, boy, yeah. uh, made me smile. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's uh you know, funny pictures, right? With the the, the old hairdos from the floor. That's right. Yes. I always like the my favorite one is the far, frosted tips. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, anyways, the eighties. So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Guy Lafleur dead at age seventy. Um, let's do some uh, local news. Okay, excellent. Uh, we got uh, and all I got is lacrosse. Tons of lacrosse. Uh, wrong with that. Junior C Hawks. Uh, they're in the process of uh, putting their team together. They've had a couple of tryouts. They're signing players, and uh, the season will be starting uh, next weekend. Uh, you also have, uh, you know, Huntsville Minor Hawks uh, Lacrosse Association. Mm-hmm. We got box tryouts that are going on right now. They also have development that's, uh, you know, the house league that's going all the way through, and we have field. So uh, the field lacrosse stuff. We don't really have any home games. Uh, so it's not like you can go out and watch, but we do have uh, teams in U15, U17 okay. that uh, travel every uh, weekend uh, and play a couple of games. And so, uh, why no home games, if I may ask? Well, uh, because we're in Huntsville. Ah, 
Okay. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, you know, it's uh, they try and make the games uh, centrally located. Okay, fair to, enough. To all the teams. So it's it's like every Sunday is like a mini tournament mm -hmm. in the sense that you go down, you play your two games, and then you come back. So, oh, okay. So last weekend, the U15s and the U17s were in Brampton, and uh, this weekend they're in Guelph. And so it's, you know, centralized and call it the GTA and surrounding area. Fair enough. Uh, because it'd be, it's easier for ref traveling. It's easier for, uh, you know, just officials that are organizing to, to keep it locally, local down there. And since we're the furthest away. Makes sense. We don't get a home game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's what's going on in the uh, lacrosse world. Uh, moving on to the NHL. Uh, you know what? We'll just, we won't even, we'll just glaze over. The Leafs. Okay. We'll just glaze over it. Hopefully Percy's their, their not listening. first round matchup, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They lost last night 8-1. to one. Mm -hmm. Now, isn't there a chance they might play Boston in the first round instead? Or how does this, how does this work? No. Oh, okay. No. There, there is, there, well, I guess on an off, no, there is no okay. chance. Okay, all right. I don't There's know no why, chance. Why Mathematically, I yes, it probably could okay. happen. Right. Uh, but right now, the, the way the playoff picture works is, you know, Tampa Bay's has 102 points mm -hmm. and Boston has 99. Okay, I get so it. So right. if uh, if you know Boston wins all the way through and Tampa uh, doesn't, then you know obviously they, there could be a chance that it would be uh, Boston. Uh, but you also uh, another wild card is Washington, right? Mm, okay. So Washington's at 97 points. There's like the, the East is a is a mismatch right now. The only thing that I know for sure that's going to happen is one and two in both uh, both the East and the Metro is going to be Florida and Toronto and Carolina and New York. Okay. Now it is defined in with uh, Toronto's division because it's going to be uh, Florida number one. It's going to be Toronto number two. But in the Metro, uh, is it called the Metro? I don't know. In the in the Metro Division, let's call it the old. For me, we'll yeah. call it the old Patrick Division. Okay. Okay. In the Patrick, you have uh, Carolina and New York Rangers actually tied at one hundred eight. Oh. Okay. So for for one and two, so that could flip flop, and then with Boston and Pittsburgh, uh, and uh, Washington at both all three, uh, two, well two at ninety nine, one at ninety seven, there could be a lot of changes in the next four to five games. But uh, I would suspect that the Lightning will uh, maintain their third spot. Toronto will, and uh, you know, maintain where they are. Um, but yeah, it, it could get pretty interesting between Washington, Boston, and Pittsburgh. Okay. Now you just said you wanted the Glazer, but like you don't, you, you don't really throw much into last night's game. Like yeah, you don't think that's any type of uh, feeling of what uh, you know we're getting the first round of the playoffs. I mean, it's. You know, they were, they were playing with uh, Shelgren was in net. Uh, Matthews wasn't even playing. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's really tough to judge mm -hmm. at this point in the season. Right. Right? Because everyone's now like, they've had enough. They've played 77, 78 games. These top teams, all they want to do get, get going. is get to the playoffs. Right, right. Fair enough. Right? Okay. And so, you know, you'll have teams that will show up on these these last few games mm -hmm. and you'll have teams that won't show up okay that's okay fair that's enough. the way i look at it point taken yeah. and and you know like perfect example and let's like take last year okay the last six games of the season for whatever reason uh florida and tampa played each other four times mm -hmm. in the last six games 
Florida beat the pants off of Tampa in all four of those games. Right. The playoffs hit, and Tampa beat the pants off of Florida to right. go on okay, to win yeah. a Stanley Cup. Point taken. And I'm not saying that the Leafs, that, you know, that parallel, I'm not saying the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup. Let's, who's kidding who here, Grant? Let's get, right? Who's let's, kidding who? Let's try to get first through the yeah, first round. Let's okay? just try and get through round yeah, one. Let's just. Now, yeah. now, hockey aficionado expert Charles Barkley oh, okay. has said. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley mm-hmm. has said that the Leafs will win the first round. Oh, this okay. Year. All right. <laughs> um... But going back, I, I wouldn't put any, any amount of, of uh, weight on last night's game. It wouldn't matter. Whether for right. it's you're a Tampa fan or whether you're a Leaf fan. Fair enough. Because there's a lot of things that come into play going down the stretch. Uh, you know, the Leafs are in a position where uh, they need, they're, they're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. They just need to prepare. But it's also they, they shouldn't be happy with themselves because of the fact that they did lose eight to one. You should, like doesn't matter if you're if you're looking forward to the for the next uh, series. The fact of the matter is it's still an eight to one. Yeah. Route. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In, you know, on the road. And so that's probably a wake up call for them to, mm-hmm. you know, start getting the playoff, uh, you know, fire in their belly going. True enough. No? Excellent. Well, thanks for that. So man. did we glaze it over a we little bit more? We glazed it over. Yeah, we're looking at it. All right, all right. Excellent. Uh, but other than that, I mean, the playoff picture in the East is, is a bit of, it's very competitive. And really looking forward to seeing what's going to happen between Washington, Pittsburgh, and Boston. Absolutely. With those, uh, final, that final third spot or the, uh, the um, uh, wild cards. So, anyways. Uh, what else we got here? NBA. There's lots of going on in the NBA. The Raptors. Are they done, Dan? They're done. Yeah. They're done. They are done because and I'll tell you why they're done. They're not done because they're down 0-3. They're done because their superstars, Van Fleet and Siakam, are not their superstars. Right. That is why they're done. They're just not performing. That's yeah. what, like, you had, it's great that they had so much production from Trent Jr. and, and Tenobi. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they, it's great. And, and, and Achua, Precious Achua, they, I think they, they had 70 points out of those three players in the last game. Right. But you had 24 from Van Fleet and Siakam total, not each total. They total. had 12 each. Wow. You're not going to win any games, any series when your best aren't your best. Yeah. And then, so in comparison, you have uh, Joel, don't call me Joel and Beeb that. He, you know, he had a huge game and he, you know, he uh, got that uh, turnaround three to seal it at the end with literally no time left. Right. And, and, you know, they don't talk about the comparison about when Kawhi Leonard had that bouncy, bouncy, bounce in the net to beat them in game seven. Right. And Embiid's like right there and goes off, you know, bawling his eyes out. You know, like he keeps playing it down, but you know. All he wants to do is beat Toronto, and he wants to beat them bad in Toronto. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. So that I don't see any chance of the Raptors coming back unless Van Fleet and Siakam have games of what they should be playing. You still need the, you still need Antinobi, you still need Trent Jr., you still need, um, you know, Precious Achua to put up the numbers they did. But you are not going to win any games without those two no. stepping up no. and getting way more than twelve points each. So the next game, where does that take place? Is it in, in Toronto. In Toronto, uh, okay. Saturday afternoon. Okay. 
And Embiid went off the floor uh, and said to Drake, you know, uh, we'll be sweeping this series. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, you, and I mean, if you want to do some comparison as far as that's concerned, in the last game, you know, you had uh, MB with 33 points. You had Hard, Harden with 19 points. You had, uh, um, um, what is it, Moxie with 19 points. Mm. Like, so you have these guys that are putting up the numbers. These are their top players. And, you know, moving forward, like, they're, they look to be putting uh, Toronto uh, away quite quickly. It appears uh, to be uh, that way. Now, staying with the East. You know, I'm not giving any love to the West, the show at all. Okay, you know? fair enough. Hockey's East, basketball's East. So staying with the East, you got Brooklyn Nets, and uh, they're down uh, 2 nothing in the Celtics. I don't know if it's – I'm not a Nets fan. I'm definitely not a Celtics fan, but I, I know I'm I, – I thought I was a Nets fan, but I kind of like seeing this because they have, like, this super team from the East that they've created. Obviously, Harden's gone now. It didn't right. work out. But they have Ben Simmons and you – have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and all these guys. And for whatever reason it is, I like to see when these super teams go down. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do. I, I don't know what it is. I just, I just like it. I love it that the Lakers aren't around. I love it that these teams that try and put all these big name players together can't get it done right. and lose. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's on the road. Who knows what's going to happen when they get back to Brooklyn and, uh, and you know, have some home cooking, as they say, with these guys. But it's not looking like it's a very close series, even though it is 2 nothing Celtics. Right. It, it can turn around in an instant. Brooklyn could come back, tie it up 2-2, and then you have a series. Uh, Bucks and Bulls, uh, I'm surprised it's 1-1, to be honest. Uh, Bulls have been uh, a pretty good team this year, but the Bucks seem to just keep rolling. Now, the one thing was is in game one, they were able to shut down DeRozan pretty good, mm-hmm. or, or either DeRozan just had a bad game. But in game two, he came back with 41 points to seal the deal for the Bulls to uh, tie it up 1-1. Uh, what else we got here? We got, uh, and then Miami. I'll just quickly hit on Miami. All I can say is I'm not a big Trey Young fan either. Right. So I'm glad to see all that all that uh, trash talking you did in New York mm-hmm. last year really stuck stuck uh, stuck with me, mm-hmm. and so I really hope that Miami and Jimmy Buckets put them away in four as well. So yeah, it's nice when you see the arrogant fall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then F1. I'm surprised Jeff isn't here. You know, making sure I mention F1. We got F1. Now, I was told by a listener that there was some F1 chatter on Wednesday. Well, no, there was some very small chatter. I don't even remember what it was, but I think somebody was asking what happened to Verstappen, what's going on there or something. I, I, I don't know what it, in what regards. I, I don't know. Well, he's won a race and not finished two. Right. That's what's going on with Verstappen. So mm-hmm. he's, got, he's got engine troubles. Okay. But when his engine works, he seems to win. Right. So, uh, but anyways, Grand Prix this weekend on Sunday in Italy at Imola or Imola? Either one works for me. Okay. So, it's in Italy. Uh, You know, obviously there's certain things that's going on. Uh, In the Ferrari camp, you have uh, Science, who has a new engine. I had to do a little research before the show. Okay. Has a new engine for this week because he had uh, problems last week. Uh, but Leclerc's still uh, faster than in uh, in testing. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Verstappen. Hopefully, his engine is uh, is is good and his power plant uh, is working. Now, that being said, 
you know, for all the Verstappen haters out there, and there's a lot of them, mm. uh, I'm sure he'll be fine this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure he'll be he's okay. just fine. He'll find a way to full circle. Now, talking about Verstappen, mm-hmm. there's there seems to be always doesn't matter what the what the what it is, but you have there's always little sound bites between him and Hamilton. Right. So here's a little fun fact. You have it's Imola. Imola. Oh, thank you. Huh. And sure. yes. <laughs> and so the um, where was I with that? Oh yeah. So it, the news has come out that Hamilton is now a uh, investor in a in a congruent a group that is buying Chelsea. Oh, okay. Okay. So great. Right. Yeah, Seems yeah. like, okay, well, you, you know, you got millions and millions of dollars. Might as well spend it on a sports team. Why not? Right. You know, Verstappen says, he goes, this is, I can't believe this. He goes, it's his money. He can do whatever he wants, but he's an Arsenal fan. How would he, why would he even consider putting money towards the rival Chelsea? So, you know, there's always digs. And then he goes on to say, he goes, I'm a PSV fan. He goes, I would not even dream of ever investing in Ajax. (laughs) I didn't even know Ajax had a team. Uh, Nor did I. You know? No. But uh, anyways, so that's what's going on in uh, in Grand Prix world. So, you know what, Grant? It's been a great Friday show. Great job, man. I hope you have a great weekend. You as well, my friend. Uh, I hope we see the sunshine all weekend long. Uh, You have yourself a great weekend. I hope all our listeners have a great weekend. And we will talk to you on Monday with more sports.